Welcome to the award-winning podcast, The Recordings of a Fangirl, hashtag sarcasm. On this Thursday, the 24th of August, 2023. So we have a couple things to talk about with Rangers Hockey. Um, the first thing that I want to actually talk about is Artemidi Panarin and how freaking ass worried I am about him. Um, n- all right. So if you haven't seen it on, I posted on Twitter X, okay? Um, he's back on Instagram, right? He's back on Instagram. He deleted everything on his page. All the pictures he had are deleted. Deleted. They're done. They're gone. The only picture is this family picture, I guess. I have no idea who the hell these three people are. But I would assume they're some sort of family members of his. On his his thing, he did a story with him with his new haircut, which, again, I'm worried about because, um, as you know, that I've been talking about the championship mindset. That is not the championship mindset. Getting a haircut because your hair is the reason why you suck. Uh, No. Okay, but the thing that really concerns me is he's only following eight people. He's following the New York Rangers. He's following the NHL. He's following his dog. And then he's following um, the Artemini Panarin Fund, Arena Play, um, and then Artemini Panarin Video, another, another Artemidian site, and then somebody else. He unfollowed Jacob Chuba. He unfollowed Mika. He unfollowed Foxy. Um, he unfollowed Keandre. He unfollowed Chris Kreider. He unfollowed Patrick Kane. Oh, no, the Patrick Kane's not that. Never mind. He unfollowed even um, Alexandra Georgiev. Okay. He unfollowed people who were following him. Um, why? Why? Does he think that if he follows his teammates and he sees his teammates post things, that's going to get into his head? His teammates don't post shit that are throwing each other under the bus. Uh, his, I've never seen his teammates throw him under the bus on social. So what's the point of unfollowing them? That gets me concerned. Is he thinking that he doesn't want to play for the Rangers? Is he not going to show up to camp? Because that's what I'm thinking. Seriously, that is what I'm thinking, that he's not going to show up to camp. He doesn't have anything in his bio that states that he plays hockey for the New York Rangers. Now, I know people like freak out, like they tell you not to freak. They tell you, oh, you know, don't freak out when they do that. It's strategy, blah, 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 because we've seen some football players do it in the past. They delete everything from that particular team when they're going through contract negotiations. They delete everything, and then they delete you know the name of the team that they play for, and they put all and they just leave up other stuff up on, on their social. I get it, but the thing that scares me is we've had three incidences now with him. We've had number one him getting a haircut, number two him shooting a freaking gun in Russia. Okay, no less. Getting the gun confiscated, and now his social. There's three different things 
right there that I that concerned the shit out of me. Because I had and those three things have nothing to do with his poor play in the playoffs. Like he does not have the championship mindset. I'm sorry, I am worried about him. And like I've said before in the past two podcasts, in order for the team to make a good run in the playoffs, you need to be playing at a high octane level from the get-go, from camp, literally from camp. You have to play it from camp all the way through 82 games and then in the playoffs. Last year, you know, their coach thought they can just flip a switch. You can never flip a switch when it comes to the playoffs. You can never do that kind of stuff. It doesn't work that way. That's not the championship mindset. You have to have the championship mindset from day one. And I'm sorry, but I don't see Panarin having the championship mindset. He's always been seen as the class clown. You know, I mean, he's great for social media, for the for the uh, social media uh, admin. Who, by the way, hi, if you're listening and you're the social media admin for the Rangers, can you not ask them fucking stupid, shitty questions before they go on the practice ice? Like, oh, what what movie did you see this summer, Oppenheimer or Barbie? They, they don't need to they don't need to have to take their mind out of the championship mindset when they're getting on the ice for practice to answer stupid, shitty questions. I understand as a social media content creator and one that owns a company, we need that type of content. Ask them when they get off. Practice is over. Now they can relax. When they're done and they're relaxed, they can answer those questions. But they shouldn't be answering those stupid questions before they get on the practice ice. They should ask, answer those questions at the end because the practice is over. Okay, so obviously yesterday, we'll switch gears into Alexei Lafreniere, as I like to call him, Sexy Lexi. And Sexy Lexi, Lexi signed his deal. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So he's going to get $2.3 million over two years. I did not see, as somebody on Instagram kept telling me, he got a bonus. Um, where? Where did he get a bonus? Because I can click right here, right now, and I can go into Cat Friendly. Cat Friendly Rangers. Rangers, salary cap, draft picks, blah, blah, blah. And if you hit... First of all, if you hit bonus, if you hit bonuses, oh, well, here's a signing bonus. Oh, sorry, I have to get rid of that stupid ad. Okay. Um, he got no bonus. Well, it says here, okay, fine. It says here he got $350,000 bonus. Great. But that's not part of the deal. That's not part of the 2.3. That's a separate thing. It's not part of the deal. Um, which I'm going to go on and tell him. It's not part of the deal. It's a separate thing. He's still getting 2.3 both freaking years. Goodness gracious. Like, why do people have to be this stupid? <sighs> God, give me strength. Seriously. That's all I pray for. Just I just need strength to deal with dumb people because I gotta deal with dumb people my whole entire life here. Okay. Hold on. Dun 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 dun. Okay. Boom. I have to do this. Okay. 
I will reply to them in a minute. But so he got 2.3. So he got 4.65 mil for two years. Um, hi, Lexi. Hi. Um, hey. If that was the deal a few weeks ago, why did it take you this long to sign it? Did you want me to have a heart attack? Like, like seriously, like I told you, just dig a hole and throw me in. Because if you had this deal a few weeks ago, which I'm assuming you did, I'm assuming that this deal was the deal that it was and they were not going to go any higher because like I've said, they are out of money. Literally, they only have, I think, 775000 left. And then they will accrue probably around $3 million for the for the trade deadline. I don't think they have enough right now to re-sign Tyler Mott, FYI, for those, those asking. Um, I don't think he's going to come here for 775000 He's probably going to come here for over a million dollars. I would say probably $1.2, $1.3 would get him signed for a year. Um, but Lexi, honey, oh my God, OMG, OMG, you could have signed this like weeks ago, but at least that's done, at least that's done. Um, I can ask you out for coffee now. Hey, Lexi, would you like to go and have a coffee chat with me and be, and I'll do a segment for my podcast with you? We'll just record your voice, you know, no videos, no video. I'm not doing a video podcast with these guys for people asking. No, hell no. That's just way that's just way too complicated. And I don't want to do that shit. Um, you don't need to see them. <laughs> we already know what they look like. <laughs> I don't have to. I'll take photos of us sitting together, obviously. But that's about it. Or maybe I'll have them make a video to you. But first and foremost, they have to like actually like have like the decency to like respond back. Um, which I'll get to later. Um, but yeah, so he signed it. Isn't that cool? That's cool. We have all our guys now. I think it's cool. I think that contract is perfect for him. Um, and it's two years, so he can relax now. And like I've said, I'm going to go into, again, the championship mindset portion of this podcast. Um, I think it's very important to like talk about that and understand what it is as a fan, because I don't think fans quite understand a lot of different things. Um, first and foremost, um, the first thing that I don't think fans understand, because I see it like written all over Twitter X uh, and Facebook too, um, and Instagram people have commented on it too, um, like they're all shitting on Alexi. Um, first of all, Athlete develops, every athlete develops on their timeline, not yours. We don't, they don't care that you want them to develop, to be developed like as soon as, as soon as the season starts, oh, he's developed. No, it takes a lot of time. Second of all, he's never been giving top quality six minute minutes, top six minutes. Um, Yeah, he was on there for what, like two games, three games. That was, that's not top quality minutes he should be on the first line or the second line for like a month a whole entire month then in two months that's quality time on the first line or the second line being there for a game or two is not top quality and third he needs quality coaching to guide him he needs guidance all young athletes need guidance even veterans still need guidance 
you need to have good coaching staff that understands you can't flip a switch. Now, what concerns me about the new coach, though, Lavi, I think that's what we're calling him, right? Um, is his idea for his defensive scheme that they like to play. Um, yeah, hi. We don't have the players to play that scheme. We're still going to lose the puck in the neutral zone. And then you're going to have, uh, and then it's going to be a breakaway on Igor. Uh, we don't have the players for that scheme. So hopefully he like gets that because sometimes coaches don't get that shit. I have to just tell you, like being a coach myself, sometimes we're stuck with our ideas. And we're like, oh, every team can just transition into our idea, into our scheme, into our plan. No, not every single player is made for your scheme, is made for your ideas or your game plan. Not every every player is. It's all different. Um, okay, so like I've been saying, we've been, the past two podcasts, I've been telling you somewhat the background of what the championship mindset is. Okay, so here's just a little, a little more, not too much, but just a little more. Um, Continuing discussing will and guts, did you know that the amount of will and guts a person has is determined by the size of fight in any dog? It's the size of the fight. Will and guts are how dogs step up with confidence and execute in pressure situations. This has absolutely nothing to do with the physical size or strength someone has, aka Ryan Lindgren. He's a perfect example of this. but from the attitude a person has because we must be more than our natural genetics. So, I mean, how everybody calls him a warrior on the ice. He has the will and guts because he has the attitude. He has the big dog attitude on the ice. So, therefore, he can get be called a warrior. Now, off the ice, that's a different story altogether. But on the ice, he's a warrior. Um... Little dogs never show up. That's the New York Rangers off the ice because they never show up. They're little dogs off the ice. Uh, The New York Ranger players are big dogs on the ice. They're little dogs off the ice. And I'll get to that in a minute. Whereas big dogs go above and beyond. Big dogs are shocked when they lose. Little dogs are shocked when they win. We can go through those two um, playoff battles from last season, the Rangers and Devils and the Panthers and Bruins. Both dogs have characteristics to their natural personalities that require assertive control. The little dog has more to prove. Most of the time, it's seen as an underdog. The only reason you're a little dog is because you see yourself as a little dog. You know, some people, I will say some athletes like the underdog idea, some don't. The next step is recognizing when you are melting down emotionally, aka right now, Artemidi Panarin. He is melting down emotionally and mentally. Instead of trying 
to run away from this, run to it, embrace the doubt, the nerves, the apprehension, figure out what triggered those feelings and replace them with positive thoughts of winning, aka manifestation, aka visualizing. See, that, that's how it all comes into play. People ask me, that's how it comes into play. You get yourself back to being centered, having a confident state of mind. If, you're ever, if you've ever competed in intense competition situations, then you know that you have your hands full with your emotions and the ups and downs of insecurity and self-doubt. When we feel dominant, dealing with doubt is not an issue. So when we feel dominant on the ice, or we feel dominant on the mat, or we feel dominant on the field, the court, whatever, it's not an issue. It's when we feel inferior or uncertain that doubt becomes a distraction, <clears throat> excuse me, and hinders our ability to perform. It's the I can't, I can battle in our minds. Same as with manifestation and same as with visualizing. It's, you know, instead of saying I can't get my dream job, you're going to say I can do all that's needed to do in order for me to get my dream, my dream job. I can do this. And that's basically what you're saying. I can. I can. It, it, that's what visualization and manifestation is. It's all positive affirmations. There's nothing negative about it. If we're up against an opponent we know we can beat, then we're waiting for our opponent to shine. We, we're basically telling them to bring it on. Doubt is not even a thought. Doubt is in the picture when all of a sudden we feel intimidated in a pressure situation. This is when we melt down emotionally and also mentally. And I can tell you, this is also in per people's personal life. Doubt, when doubt all of a sudden we, comes up all of a sudden in the picture and we're intimidated by somebody or we don't think we're good enough for them or they're out of our league. Like I said, negative we're insecure about ourselves, negative ideas come into mind and in play, that's when people in relationships have meltdowns. Or people who don't want to approach certain people for relationships have meltdowns, which I'll get to in a minute. So that's like, that's the stuff that I've written so far this week. Um, writing a little bit more, obviously. Um, if you read my blog post that I put out this week, I will tell you Hold, hold on. I have to get to it. Um, with my updates on here, um, that I'm writing two books at the same time. Yes, I'm writing my, I'm writing the book, the the um the follow up book to the the um the Diary of a Drama Queen, which is a which is a fiction novel. Just all fiction. It's fun to write fiction, but it's hard to write fiction. And then I'm writing this, which is a lot easier for me to write because it's nonfiction, the championship mindset. It will be a workbook, okay? I'm writing it in a form of a workbook because you have to write things down. It's not just read it and then I get the champion and I have the championship mindset now. No, 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 no. It's a workbook. It's also gonna be an audio that you will be able to get if you subscribe to this podcast for $2.99 a month. And I'm telling you $2.99 a month is worth it because I'm not only gonna do the championship mindset for subscribers, I'm also gonna do exclusive content about players, about athletes, um, exclusive, um, exclusive podcasts about those things and about the game, um, betting, 
I'll do my betting, like what games you should bet on and blah, blah, blah. As a subscriber, you'll get that stuff. This podcast will always be free. Um, and then you can all, you'll get the all, you'll get the auto version of the book, but you'll also get the weekly exclusive podcasts too. So I will read the book for subscribers. So you don't have to purchase the book. You can get it for $2.99 a month. So basically the book will be, I don't know how much it is. I'm just going to throw out like a number, like the audio, you know, the book itself may be $7.99 or the book itself may be $14.99. I don't know. I'm just throwing numbers out there. I haven't decided how much it's going to be yet. Um, so instead of paying that much for the book on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com, you can now just listen to my podcast for $2.99 a month and you will get the entire book. If you want the book with the workbook, with the worksheets, that's different. Like I can probably, which I'm trying to figure out, is le- I can probably get you to do the worksheets for $2.99 a month too. There's always, there's ways of doing things. Anyhow. Um, anyway. So remember, I always say this, do it scared and do it unprepared. Uh, yes. So let's just go and talk about some of the players. Yes. And my question. So if you read my blog, um, so I basically, people like reach out to me and direct message me to ask me for relationship advice. I have written two bestsellers on the subject and I'm very good with dating apps subject. Being that all the narcissist jerks are out there. So if you're a woman and you're still on dating apps, please get yourself off the apps. There's, there's no need to be on these apps. I, I'm telling you, the stuff that I've seen in the past, like three months alone, why would you be on an app? And I'm going to tell you right straight out. If you see my picture on a fucking dating app, someone stole my photo and is catfishing you. I am not on dating apps. Repeat, Stephanie, your host right here, are not on any dating app. I am not on any of the apps. Okay. Let me know. Um... I will get that off. But anyway, so the first person asked me this question. For a first date, this guy asked me out on a coffee date. Is that showing him that my standards are low when they aren't anywhere close to that? And my answer was a cute cafe with romantic ambience. And the best coffee in town is the perfect way to lay the foundation for a special connection that you're hoping to build. Coffee shop dates are, all, are the most socially acceptable way of meeting someone new and spending time with that person and keeping a nice conversation going to get to know them. These meetings don't necessarily are not necessarily romantic in nature. A date should not be about the amount of money spent. It should be about getting to know someone, filling a vibe with someone and creating memories. Meeting someone new is not always easy for everyone. And to some, they have anxiety when it comes doing this. A coffee date is a simple way of just breaking the ice with someone having fun, not to mention, and coffee. It's also where both people get to see other, the other person's personality and feel relaxed. Um, and then I keep going. Um, this is why I thought of this segment for Jacob Truba. Basically, Jacob Truba, coffee with the captain. Because it's simply a fun thing to do, have coffee and talk hockey and life. It's a relaxing atmosphere. It's relaxing for Jacob because think of it. He's, he gets interviewed in locker rooms 
from our dumb New York media with dumbass questions. And then you can tell sometimes he, ha- you, he, ha- he feels anxious answering them. You can tell. He's also insecure about his body, but I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, because he doesn't want to look, he, doesn't have, he has to put on a shirt to get in here. Oh, I got to put on a shirt. I'm not Revo. I don't know how many times I heard him say that this year. And I think, I think Molly's the one that tweeted that out or something like that. One of the, one of the reporters tweeted that he said that. Um, and I was like, oh my God. First of all, he has nothing to be insecure about. He looks fucking amazing. You are fucking amazing, Jacob. Like you have nothing to be insecure about your body. Your body is fucking hot. Okay. Coming from a woman, let me just tell you. Okay. You're fucking hot. Run with it. Strut your fucking stuff. Okay. Second of all, I, the reason I want to like, you know, coffee with the captain in a coffee shop, it's easy. You feel a vibe with someone. I will feel a vibe with him. He'll feel a vibe with me. We will show each other our personalities in a relaxed atmosphere with no we're not in a locker room. I'm not that's why I didn't want to do a Zoom, to be quite honest. Because who wants to do a Zoom? I don't. Do you want to do a Zoom? No. I mean, if they feel more comfortable doing a Zoom, fine, fine. But I, I don't think you're going to really get someone's personality. And it's going to be like a, a boring interview. Jacob, that's fucking boring. That's boring. I want it to be fun and relaxed and just have some exciting, just have some excitement. Right before you go into training camp, I think that's the best thing. Um, hopefully, you know, I'll have uh, my ch- the championship mindset done, but I don't think so. I'm not rushing my book. But in any case, I can have some, like, you know, I can have a sheet <laughs> to give him for what the championship mindset is. He's the captain. And then that's why I also offered to then have coffee chat with Ryan Lindgren and also, Vincent Trocheck, and now Lexi Lafreniere. I'll add him into the mix too. Um, to make like all the players will be together, their teammates. It'll be more comfortable for them. I want them to be comfortable, not anxious, not, not freaked out about you know meeting somebody and then like she's doing an interview and she's gonna put a segment together and she's gonna talk to us and oh my god, I'm feeling so nervous and I, I why are we why are we gonna meet her and then oh my god, is she crazy? Well, first of all, I am crazy. I'm crazy in a good way. I'm not crazy in a bad way. Um, but second of all, that's why. So, like, could you all, like, have the fucking decency to just reply to me? Why is this so difficult? I don't understand, you guys. Like, it's not, I'm not asking for that much. Um, now, here's here's something that I think Jacob and Vincent and Ryan need to understand. Um, all right, so here's a, here's a here's a clip. I'm gonna apply. Hold on, please hold. You know what you carry, and they treated you like you were common. And God wanted them to treat you that way because He wanted you to see who they were. Because nothing exposes character more than the way you treat people you don't think you need. If you do, your character is being exposed by you not getting back to me. You may think that you don't need me, and maybe you don't. I don't know. 
<laughs> you don't know either. And any misinformation you have about me, you are using to make your decision because you don't know me from a hole in the wall. I don't give a shit who thinks they know me because <laughs> let me just tell you, they don't. Um, and I know certain people that you talk to that will look shit up and they'll, they'll Google stuff, basically. Anything on Google can either be, a, can, can either be true or a lie. Really, seriously, because I, I, I love how like that's how women are in dating apps, by the way, they will look with men up on Google and they'll go, oh, no, I'm not going out with him. Look at this. Well, how do you know by not talking to them, actually talking to them and figuring out who the fuck they are? You're guessing and assuming you think, you know. That's why I just said Ryan Lingrid is not a warrior off the ice. Because see, warriors. I am a true warrior. I'm telling you right now, I am a warrior. Ryan Lindgren's not a warrior. I battle through things all the time. Off the ice. Off the mat. Because I'm a cheerleading coach, so I can say off the mat. Off the mat. I'm a battler. I also take risks. Good risks. Not bad risks. This, to me, is a good risk to take. It's a good risk to get to know me. And yes, I am a savage. People ask questions like that all the time. Like, why would you always say that you're a savage? I'll tell you a story that I've, uh, I'll tell you a story. It's a dating story. But I'll tell you a story of my, one of my ex-boyfriends and how I am savage. See, this is why you want me on your team. You don't want to go war against me. If you're going to make it as so that I keep asking you to do this, and that we're going to quote unquote go to war with each other because I don't like the fact that I'm being disrespected. Yes, I don't, because it's disrespecting. Just fucking answer me. You have a calendar in front of you. You know when you are coming back to New York to do training camp. You know when training camp opens. Jacob Chuba is in New York, by the way. So it's like he can do it by his fucking self any day of the week he wants to do it. Tell me. Direct message me on Instagram. Direct message me on Twitter. You want to? You can go to my website, sassygirlpr.com, and contact me there. You know, uh, you can contact me any anyhow way. I think I even gave him my phone number. I did mail it to him with a with the Dunkin' Donuts card. Um, you can do it there too. Just say, "Hey, that was so nice of you to invite me." Let me look at my calendar. Boom. You look at your calendar and then like the next 24, 48 hours, you get back to me again and say, how's September 7th? Great. Boom. Done. Where are we meeting? You want to meet here? All right. Or you want me to give you some, um, you want to give you where my favorite coffee shops are in New York City? Boom. We'll do it right there. Done. How difficult is that? I also, it's so you meet me. And you know, like, I'm a real fucking person with fucking feelings, just like you. We're all the same. See, this is the whole thing. Like, athletes think they're better than everybody else. No, you are not. And your character should matter to you. See, if you didn't want to do it, you should have said no right away. But you let things just dwindle, and I had to keep asking. And yes, I don't mind making content. I love making, I love creating my social media content. That's not an issue for me. I can create it every fucking day if I had to. But the point is, I shouldn't have to. See, again, 
championship mindset, they don't have it. I'm going to say they don't have it. They're gonna, they better not bring their baggage from last year, but they don't have it. Anyhow, that's what the whole point of this is. So, okay, so here's my story. So I will tell you a story about me and how I am a savage. I've always been a savage. I am a savage. <laughs> when I say I am, I'm not just throwing that shit out there like some people do. Okay, so long story short. So I dated this guy off and on for two and a half years. Yes, I was stupid to do it off and on for two and a half years. But, okay, so we dated, blah, 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 yada, yada. He lost his job. He lost his job. They had layoffs. I, now, from what I could tell, he was laid off. I don't know if he was fired or not, but that's not the point of the story. So he needed money. Yeah, so he came to for that money. Yes, me, me. Back then, it was a lot of money to me. I mean, $1,500 is a lot to ask for, okay? $1,500. That was a lot to ask for back then. Today, that's like nothing, really. I mean, you can ask me $1,500. I mean, to me, that's like nothing compared to back then. Um, so anyhow, like eventually, because, you know, it's a lot of money because you're just starting out, you know, on your own and stuff like that. But anyhow, it's not about the This is not about the money. This is about what he did and how I was a savage. Okay, so I don't know why it popped into my head. But I've always been organized this way, I guess, where I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to write a contract for him. I'm going to type it up and I'm going to have him sign this contract that he's going to give me back this money because my intuition was telling me to do this. I always listen to my gut. Your gut will never steer you wrong. It will never, it never will steer you wrong. We can tell you another story on that one. Um, where I didn't listen to my gut in the first place. Um, but anyhow, so I wrote this contract up. I had him sign it. Okay, gave him the money, fine, whatever. So he's supposed to pay me back now. $200 a week until it's paid off. So that's two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, basically seven weeks eight weeks because then he has to pay me the hundred left so eight weeks and then be paid off gives me the first check for two hundred dollars right go and i go and cash it and the check bounced so he automatically was not thinking he was going to pay me back and forgot maybe that he signed something or maybe he thought that contract wasn't binding i don't know tell him he needs to pay me he ignores me. Now we're ghosting me. Now he's ghosting me. He's never home. He changed his schedule up because he knew that I would come over and I'd be like, ah, oh, hi, money, <laughs> money, honey. <laughs> okay. So at this time, I'm working at this school. Just started out. And one of the kids in my class, his father was a lawyer in the town. I was like, oh. So I went to him and asked him for advice and I showed him the contract and he said, you can sue him in civil court. You can take him to civil court. You can take him to court. You, it's more than $300. I will, I will help you. He, this man was so sweet. He paid all my legal fees, all the, all the filing fees, everything. He just said, just go get your money. So he gave me advice on how to do it in front of the court, in front of the judge, blah, blah, blah. So we get there, right? He actually showed up. My, my ex-boyfriend showed up, which I was surprised he actually fucking showed up. But he showed up. 
So he tells the judge, you know, oh, your honor, I have no job, I have no money. He's lying to him. He's in the process right now of moving. Okay, so I find things out. Girls always find your shit out, guys. Don't think that you can lie. We find it out eventually, maybe not right away, but we find out. Okay. So he's telling him I can't pay, blah, blah, blah. So I said to him, Your Honor, I said, I don't care if this man pays me $20 a week until it's all paid off, but he's paying me back. So he was like, okay. It's like, he's like, you are such a sweetheart. Young lady, you are such a sweetheart. You are so understanding and he should appreciate this. If this will be the deal, he needs to pay you back $20 a week until he pays you off. If he for one second does not give you back that money, right? Does not give you that money. You come back to this court and we will handle it. Okay. So he pays me for about three weeks. You know, $20 here, $40. Oh, now $40 here, $60 here. Oh, yes, the man who didn't have money. Um, then he blows me off for a week. I had to go back to the court. The court was like, okay, go get a notarized letter, send him a, send him a letter, and then notarize it, and then bring it back that you told him he has to pay you. If he doesn't pay you within the next week, come back to the court with the, with the, you know, with the letter, and we will take care of it. Obviously, that's what had to happen because he thought he was going to blow me off. I sent him a letter. I had it notarized. Did all, did all, everything I had to do, right? Let's go back to the court. And then the court's like, okay, we'll take it from here. And I'm like, okay. So what happens? The sheriff's department freezes every one of his bank accounts. Every fucking account is frozen. And now he's in a panic because he's in the art of moving. So he was going to move without telling me, right? Gonna move, gonna go away. I don't know, honey, I found out. Mm -mm. You weren't moving nowhere without giving me back my money. This is obviously when we broke up. Uh, why would I stay with him? Uh, hello. I'm not, um, I'm a savage. I'm not stupid. So anyway, so he calls me. All in a fucking panic. Oh my God, Stephanie, you have to, you have to tell them and tell them to take off the hold off my account. I need to pay the movers and I'm moving and I have to get everything together. And he's like, all in a panic. So I, I, I was on the phone. I was like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, sure, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I said, hold on, let me think about it. So I thought about it. I pretended to think about it for about like, you know, 10 seconds. And then I, all I said was, no. And I slammed, I shut that phone off. Oh my God, I slammed that phone off. I slammed that phone down. I, sh I hung up on him, basically. And I was like, no. So he had no freaking choice but to pay me back in freaking full. And not only did the court make him pay me back in full, I got double. He paid, they made him pay interest on the money that I lent him, plus all the legal fees. So for those that don't think I'm a savage, I'm savage. I'm savage enough to take him to court, number one. I'm savage, actually, number one, to have a contract. Number two, I'm savage enough to take him to court. And savage three, to keep it going, whereas I won. 
So I'm not someone to go to war against. I'm someone that you want on your team because I will fight to the death for you. That's who I am. That's why I'm savage. I will fight to the death for you, Ryan Lingren and Jacob Truba. I will fight to the death for Vincent Trotrek. I will fight for the death for Lexi Lafreniere. If you show up for Coffee with the Captain and Coffee Chat. If you show up. If you don't, you're going against me. You don't ever want to do that. I am not one to, I, seriously. Now, what will I do? I'm not going to do anything. Like, you know. But this is a podcast. And when people start throwing you under the bus, I won't defend you. I just let them. That's basically it. Like my support for you will die. Literally, it will die. It will it will die. I won't support you. And you know, karma's a bitch. She does not forget an address. So I always leave everything up to karma. I don't have to do anything. I'm not like that person that like, you know, thinks I have to have retribution. No, 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 no. Karma comes back around. She comes around. Because look at that. She came back around for this, my for one of my exes. I mean, there's other times I can tell you that I'm a savage. But I can also tell you other times in my life that I had intuition telling me things and I shrugged it off. I mean, how many times have we had that? Like, oh no, no. He's not like that. He's not lying to me. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I- I'm telling you. Listen to your intuition, number one. Number two, if we've learned anything from this podcast today, it's I'm a savage. If you have me as your friend, if you have me on your team, on your side, I will fight to the death for you. Whenever you need me, I'm there. I think that's like one of the best like attributes of me. And you know what? I'm an Aries. Now, I guess I talk about like being an Aries a lot. And they're like, oh, she believes in that astrological stupid shit. She believes in that shit. And I'm like, no, let me just tell you, it literally is true. Like where you're born and what sign. Now, not everything about that is 100% accurate. But there are mostly things on here that are so accurate, it's kind of scary. For example, and I will just give you this as an example. Um, hold the boat. I will, I will tell you, um, well, there was a perfect post to this. And I was like, oh my God. And I, I think I retweeted it. Uh, should I still say retweet? All right. So here's the post. Aries are givers. It's naturally embedded in them to be generous. I love them. This is the guy that's writing this. I love them because when you're in a relationship with them or tied to them in one way or the other, they feed theirs. They're extremely nurturing. So I said this in my thing. I said, this is so true. People think that because I'm an Aries and I'm savage, I'm mean, I'm self-centered and I'm selfish because that's completely 100% the opposite. Only my true dear friends know that while other people are intimidated to get to know me because they have misinformation on me, and they also think that, oh, she's a, she's a bitch. She's, she's, she only thinks about herself. No. I am the one that always reaches out for other people, and I'm, when I'm concerned for other people, I'm always reaching out for other people. And like I just said, I will fight to the death for people that I care about the most. And that's why... Like being like an ex cheerleader and a coach, ex coach. <laughs> like I belong with an athlete. 
people like still give me shit on that. They're like, oh, you want to date an athlete? Why? Why do you want to date an athlete? And I said, and I gave them, I, I, I'm like, why do I have to line it out for you again? I have to give you number one, two, and three. No, I shouldn't have to give you shit. It's because I'm telling you, just like peanut butter belongs with jelly and bread belongs with butter, cheerleaders belong with athletes. Especially if you listen to the podcast, but I think maybe like last time where I, where I wrote out and I told you specifically, if you have family members that do not understand the intensity that you need to live by and that you can't hear, you have to th- shut out their noise to compete at a high level, they don't understand that shit. I understand that shit. I am like the most supportive when it comes to this kind of stuff because I understand it 110%. I understand what it takes to be on the championship mindset. I've won championships. I know what it takes to win and what it takes to support that particular person who's going for the Stanley Cup. Take with that with you, way. But it is what it is. And speaking of cheerleading, if you read my blog, you saw, yes, I am no longer coaching. I am still doing choreography for teams if they need choreography, but I'm on the road to being a cheer judge. So I'm very excited. It's very exciting. I was made to do that. (laughs) I was made to do that. But anywho, um, Dun, 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 dun. I have no idea what this is. Um, so that's basically a wrap for this week's podcast. Next week, who the fuck knows? Um, I will be in the city, NYC, on Sunday. If anybody's around for brunch or coffee, hook me up. Hook up with me. Hook up with me. We can have coffee. I don't care. If you're a fan of the podcast, you want to meet me, I'm always up for that. Um, if you're a fan of the Rangers and you want to talk hockey, I'm, a fa- I'm up for that. If you just want to shoot the breeze whatsoever or you need advice whatsoever, I'm always here. So if you want to, if you want to hook up and you want to just uh, have coffee or brunch, but coffee's always better. Um, <laughs> coffee's always better. I mean, brunch is not bad. I mean, Sundays are made for brunch. But I love Sundays in the city because the city, it's so quiet and peaceful when I get there early in the morning and I'm just like there and I'm walking around and I'm looking at things and trying to take some photos and stuff that I can use later on in content um, that I have to create. It's just, it's so peaceful. Sunday is like the, I'm telling you, if you have to go to NYC, always go on a Sunday. It's so nice on Sundays. Um, and then I will be there Tuesday, hopefully at a networking event and then Wednesday in my office. And then that will be a wrap for me for August, and then we move into September. Can't believe it. It's getting here, it's getting here fast. All right, so that's a wrap. I will speak to you all next week at some point. I don't know, maybe I'll do, I'll do a podcast Wednesday next week since I'm in the office. We'll see. Have a great weekend.